Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with the John Shuckery Show. Halfway home on this Tuesday evening. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. It's also our phone line as well. We're asking you the uh, question. Are there any players that you've got your eye on that you think could be potential cuts. Always somebody that surprises you that gets cut in NFL season. So we'll take your phone calls and talk about that here in just a minute. Odyssey app site catches when you're on the go. Social media is at 9 Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, give us a follow on our personal Twitter page. That would be at JMSH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. Um, Texture says you bashed Boston, mashed the Mets. Are you sure you're not a Yankee? No, I hate all of them. Yeah, I hate all of them. I, it just, you know, all these, some of these organizations are just pawn scum, flea bag, dirt bag, all that. By the way, too, I tweeted out at JMCH316. Doesn't the Braves lineup look a lot different without the muck and the mire and the goop and the sludge and the, and the you know, just the, just the gunk in the middle of it without all that? Doesn't it look different? And let Morton go eight. I'm, I want an eight. I want an ocho tonight. Let's make it happen. Since, you know, everybody knows. Anyway, 404-741-0929. I'll put this out. And we're going to put this out in the Twitterverse. Want Morton to go eight tonight. There you go. We put it out officially on the Twitter. You know, um, we obviously had the first five cuts for the Atlanta Falcons here. Nobody of merit or or anything like that. But, you know, at this time of the year, you always wonder if there is somebody who could potentially get cut that that might be a bit of a surprise. You know, again, nobody probably of, of too high caliber of a merit. But if you think about we are getting to the point where we have a lot of the starting positions figured out. You know, for instance, on the offensive line, at this point, center is the only position not decided. And you're going to keep both of those guys. You're not getting rid of either, you know, Hennessy or Dahlman. You're keeping them both. It's just a matter of which one starts. But Jake's going to start at left tackle. Wilkinson's going to start at left guard. Lindstrom will start at right guard, and then McGarry is going to start at right tackle. That's your starting offensive line. Then it's either Dolman or Hennessy at uh, at center, right? 
So you you don't have a battle there anymore. You don't have a battle at cornerback, right? They're going to try to get Isaiah Oliver healthy to be a nickel, but you don't feel like that there's many battles that are left. You know, we know who the starting tight end is. We probably know who the top three tight ends are. I think Franks is in that mix or whatever like that. I, I don't know, you know, maybe one of the linebackers, maybe like a Kiewitkowski, you would think he would be on this roster because you need depth and help there, right? And part of this may be, too, that, you know, once somebody becomes available, you know, they like what Taquan Graham has done in, in training camp and, and what he did the other night, right? Can I tell you, and I and I don't think that this is going to happen. I don't, I don't think this is going to happen. The only name that I can give you that I think that there's a possibility, and I don't think it's going to happen, I think he's going to make the roster, okay, because he's going to be your backup, is Jalen Mayfield. If he goes out and lays a clunker in these next couple of preseason games and we get more memes of him flopping on the ground like he's a dead fish, then I, I think that there is that possibility. That might be one of the, the few guys because the Falcons need so much help and they need so much talent. There's no, you know, a lot of times guys get cut at this time of the year because of salary cap or implications. They don't want to pay or this, that, and the other, whatever it is, right? There's there's money issues that cause some guys to get cut. Falcons don't have that. Falcons are willing to eat every dollar and, you know, again, because I don't think, I, I, the other guy too, I don't think they're going to cut Deion Jones. Can I tell you, though, like, has anybody seen Deion Jones? Has anybody seen him? I was out there last night, and I was asking people around me, anybody seen 45 out there in the field anywhere? He might be at that uh, Alabama lake that you were talking about, that Marcelo Zuna. Yeah, he might be there. Him and those Zuna may have a fishing pole in the lake right now. They might. Yeah, because I'll say this. When I was up at training camp, I did see him, and he was way off to the side, way out there. You know, you got the field where they practice on, and then they've got that, what is it, the, the North Side Hospital Center, whatever. He was way down on that end over there, like way down there doing some workouts and stuff. Way out there. So, look, again, I still believe that he's going to get traded. I think when you look at Rashawn Evans and Troy Anderson and all these guys, I think they like what they have going on at the middle linebacker spot, and I think they will move on with that Deion Jones. We have no idea when he's coming back, by the way. Yeah, it's been another thing, too. He can come off any time. As soon as he's ready, he can come off. There's no, there's no, he has to wait for this, that. No, he can come off any time. It's preseason. He can come off the pup list any time. You've seen guys that are already coming off the pup list across the league. But I don't think that they will cut him. I don't think that they want to take the, hey, we just cut him and didn't get nothing for him hit. I think that's what that is, that they don't want to just give it up. By the way, Charlie Morton right now, he is, what, Officially six innings, 10 strikeouts in six innings for Charlie Morton. What did I say? Leave him in and let him pitch eight, right? Let him pitch eight. Think Snicker will leave him in for eight innings? Yes, because you said so. He's listening. He has That's an true. earpiece in right now and, and, with the Odyssey app. And to be fair, we did praise him earlier for his lineup. Yeah, because you look at this lineup without the sludge and the muck and the mire and the filth and the gunk and the goop and the muck and, you know, just scum and moss and just all that that junk. Right. All that that's that, you know, that stuff like you clean out of your gutter 
that's got all the goop and the sand and the dirt and the leaves and the needles and you know that gunk that's in your gutters. And you know, like when you clean all that out, the water flows perfectly through it all, right? That's the Braves lineup without that guy. That's 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 that that's what this lineup is without that guy. The dirt and the muck has been cleaned out of the gutter. Now the water can th- flow through the gutters and the downspouts, right? Now I got good clean flow. So when it rains, I can look out that spout and the water's just bumping out of there, right? It's doing its job, right? Ain't got to worry about clogged up, mucked up, mired up, gunked up, gooped up, right? All that stuff. So anyway, Morton is uh, Morton is dealing. Um, anyway, but um, Snit also is going to keep him in through right because he wants to hear you sing again. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yes, which we'll do that back again at uh, at ten twenty. But look, by and large, you know, even through this first preseason game, I think we have a pretty good handle on who's going to make the fifty three man roster, right? And and somebody asked me about uh, Felipe Franks earlier about. You know, will they um, uh, will they keep him on the fifty three, or you know, will they, they'll keep him on the? I think part of why they'll keep him on the active roster, not just as tight end emergency quarterback, but let's be honest, if you put him on the practice squad, he can get poached. You know, like teams can claim him off the practice squad, and then you know what happens is that the Falcons can keep him, but they have to activate him to their fifty three, and I think that there would be some interest. A lot because give Felipe Franks a lot of credit. He has embraced the idea of changing positions, right? And and somebody, you know, who who was it we had on? Who did we have on last week or whatever that said, you know, unlike Tim Tebow, he's embraced changing. Oh, Steve Weiss, yeah. Unlike Tebow, he's yeah. Steve Weiss, you know, unlike Tebow, he's embraced changing positions. Well, there's value in that. Coaches like that. Hey, you know, I need you here. I need you this to do that. Beep, bada, boop. And you're willing to do it? Okay. We like it that way. So you put him on the taxi squad or practice squad, somebody's going to poach him. And then you have to bring him up to the 53-man anyway. So why not just keep him on your 53-man roster? He's not hurting your roster. You could put him as a number three tight end, right? You got Pitts one, Hesse two, and he could be three. That's probably your three tight ends, right? I don't think you're carrying a fourth. Tight end, well, maybe are carrying, maybe carry one more tight end as a blocking tight end or something like that. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that's a good call. Probably Fitzpatrick. Although you could put him on the practice squad. Ain't with all due respect, ain't nobody, you know. Yeah, I ain't nobody gonna probably jump to claim him. But you know, uh, because again, Franks has had a good camp and done some things out there. But I don't, I don't know that this team really has much in the way of any kind of real surprise cuts. Obviously, a lot of people would be, you know. Immensely surprised if Deion Jones did get cut, but I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they want to just cut him and let him go away, and they have and they got nothing for it. You didn't get a draft pick, you didn't get a player, you didn't get anything for it. You might as well have him here and on the roster, right? Because the money's the money at this point. If unless you can find a trade partner that will pick up the contract, but I, I, if if you're good, instead of cutting him, you might as well leave him on the roster, right? What's the old saying? It's cheaper to keep her. Cheaper to keep Deion Jones because you got no basically no money savings in it, and you're already eating all the dead cap in the world. 
You got the highest dead cap in the history of the entire NFL. You know, you're not you're not getting anything out of it. But so I, I right now you look, most of these battles are coming together. Most things are figured out, especially on their offensive line. You know, I think the I think the defensive line, I think you have a pretty good idea of, you know, who's in, who's out on the defensive line. The Anthony Rushes and obviously Grady and Taquan Graham is a guy that they like. And they keep talking about all the good things that he's done. And they like what he did the other night in the preseason game. You got your two starting corners. They like what, uh, you know, obviously um, Jalen Hawkins has been hurt here last couple of days, but he's coming back. He's about to be back. So they like Hawkins and Grant at safety. Those guys have done a lot in camp. You know, the wide receivers and running backs are the thing where you might get cut. And this is where we talk about, will Allison make this team or not? Because I don't, I think at this point, Allison is either on the 53 or they move on from him. They've already played the game of practice squad, move him up, move him down, right, and all that kind of stuff. They've already been through that. I don't think they'll go down that road again. Either he's going to make the 53-man or they're going to move on from him. And so you start thinking about the running backs, it gets squeezed pretty quickly, right? Because Avery Williams is going to make the team. CP, you know, 84 is going to make the team, right? You know, now it's Williams, Allison, you know, Caleb Huntley and guys like that. And Huntley was on the practice squad last year. But, you know, some of those guys, look, some teams may look at him. That's what we said. I mean, that's the thing about the practice squad. If guys have a good preseason and a good training camp, and, and they look like they could give some value, and you put them on your practice squad, somebody can grab them. And the only way you keep them is you got to bring them up to the 53-man roster and activate them for that week. Well, hell, if you're going to do that, you might as well put them on the 53-man to start with. It's not as easy to keep, you know, talented players on your practice squad. You know, it's a lot of guys who just never get a chance in the league. That's kind of what Kadri Allison has been, right? He's been a guy that hasn't gotten a whole lot of chances, you know, in the league. So, It'll be interesting to see, but, you know, the next round of cuts that they got coming up after this game coming up on Monday, I, I don't know I don't know if it's another Tuesday at 4 o'clock or what have you, but be interesting to see what names are going to start moving by the wayside here as we get, you know, to where, you know, get to the end of preseason, you got to beat your 53-man roster. All right, when we get back, it will be time for That's Life. <clears throat> Excuse me. We will, um, oh, um, there's this dopey millennial thing that's, going around that I want to get Dylan's opinion on. Hey, by the way, too, don't forget Big Time Baseball Podcast, Cody Decker, Tony Gwynn Jr., MLB Insider, John Heyman. Cover all things baseball, Braves, MLB, and beyond. New episodes every Monday on Odyssey, wherever you get your podcast from. That's Life Next. Chuck Winnie Key Studios. Sports right now, the game, odyssey.com app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients. 
Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 929, The Game. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back with you on the John Chuckery Show. 921, live in the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 9th on the Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, give us a follow on our personal Twitter pages. I'm at JMCH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. Um, Dylan, have you heard of this phenomenon that is going around now that all of the dopey millennial groups and all that stuff that tangles off them is doing? It's all it's on the Tic Tacs and all these memes and hashtags. Quiet quitting. No, I have actually not heard of the quiet quitting. Yes. What is that? That's the new term that is going around being hashtagged and on flip-flop and zip-zap and all that. Not taking your job too seriously has a new name, quiet quitting. The phrase is generating millions of views on on flip-flop as some young professionals reject the idea of going above and beyond in their careers, labeling their lesser enthusiasm a form of quitting. It isn't about getting off the company payroll, the employees say. In fact, the idea is to stay on it, but focus your time on the things you do outside of the office. Oh, goodness. This is not good. They say that the videos range from sincere ruminations on work-life balance to snarky jokes. Some set firm boundaries against overtime in favor of family. Others advocate coasting from 9 to 5, doing just enough to get by. Many want to untether their careers from their identities. They say that there's always been these groups of people. The difference now is that they have flip-flop and hashtags to emote. And these 20-somethings joined the working world during the pandemic 
with all of the dislocating effects, including blurred boundaries between work and life. Many workers say that they feel they have the power to push back in the current strong labor market. Recent data from Gallup shows employee engagement is declining. Man. Okay. So basically you do just enough to not get fired. That's isn't that the whole movie of Office Space? Yeah, I guess so. Isn't that what the yeah. whole movie is? With with Peter and those guys just do just enough to get fired, right? And that and that what he even says when he when he meets with the two Bobs is hey, you know, I'm trying to do just enough to not get fired, right? So this has been going on for a while. But now they say the difference is your group of people have the tic tac and the flip flop and the hashtag and the emojis and you Not can emote and you can emote and pout and <laughs> whatever it is you guys get mixed up uh, into everything. So there you go. If you're looking for the newest phenomenon, there you go. Anyway, um, this is weird. So Robert De Niro is going to star in a new gangster drama called Wise Guys. Okay. Very cool, right? Oh yeah. Um, back to his roots, right? Now the the name the the. They say that um, the guy who wrote the script is Nicholas uh, Pileggi, who also wrote the book Wise Guy, which if you don't know, Wise Guy was the book and the source material for Goodfellas. It, oh, wise okay. Guy Wise Guy's the Henry Hill story. Yeah. Right? With me and all that? Mm-hmm. Now, the weird part is this, though, that Robert De Niro is going to co-star with Robert De Niro. The, huh? the project is centered on Vito Genovese and Frank Costello, two Italian-American crime bosses that ran their respective families in the middle of the 20th century. In 57, Genovese attempted to assassinate Costello, but failed, although he was rounded, oh, sorry, although he was wounded and decided to retire as much as one can retire from the mafia. De Niro's going to play both characters in the movie. So he's going to play... The two competing wow. rivals of one another. So he's going to play <laughs> Vito Giovenzi, or Genovese, and he's going to play Frank Costello. How is I, I have no so idea. So I guess they're never going to be in the same scene? I, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, no. I guess CGI well, now, could pull I, it off. Exactly. I was about to say, don't they do that nowadays with CGI and yes, all that kind of stuff? they do, yeah. Like, I mean, they do. I, you know, listen, if you want to see how you make it all work, how you make the magic work, go watch the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, Double Impact. Go watch that movie, and, okay. you can, and you can see how you can have two Jean-Claude Van Dams on the same screen <laughs> at the same time. I assume, I assume you've never seen Double Impact. I have not. Underrated movie. Okay. Go watch Double Impact. I'll have to go watch it. Yep. One guy's the guy that grew up on the streets in the wharf, and he's the tough guy. The other guy grew up in L.A. with the adopted family and all that and, and did well, and they finally meet up as brothers. They're brothers with one another. Okay. And it's the same guy, except they, they get him on the screen and I, trust me, the, the, it looks awful. I guess, <laughs> I guess the equalizer would kind of be. I think they. Well, no, because I was gonna say the the parent trap. That was, with, but that was with the Olsen twins. So there was there was two of them. Well, yeah, you could do that a lot easier, right? Yeah, yeah. Is, they, well, then they do. Then they remade. They did something with like, uh, like Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan yeah, did that. yeah, yeah. They yeah. remade that because the original parent trap was like in the seventies or whatever like that. Right. And they they redid it with Lindsay Lohan, right? Right. And she was really young when they did that movie. Oh yeah, so she was very young. Maybe they maybe they maybe they did a. They worked um, it out somehow there. Well, maybe they did the uh, maybe they uh, what what's the what's the thing called where you 
where you know, like they make another one of clone. They cloned her. Oh Maybe yeah, they did that? Maybe they took her DNA and cloned her. There's a second Lindsay Lohan yeah. out here that we just don't know about. Or they, or they, or they got rid of her <laughs> and put her in the Hudson River. Goodness. So anyway, um, that'll be interesting to see dueling De Niro's on screen. I don't know if I'm all for that or not. Yeah, can't get, that, uh, can't get Joe Pesci or somebody. Ain't, ain't nobody else. I mean, Ray Liotta's dead. I get not, that. Yeah. And Paul Sorvino's dead. I get that. Ain't nobody else. I guess not. Hmm. All right. All right. Uh, happy birthday today to Madonna and Steve Carell. Have you ever seen The 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yes. Okay. Is that not one of the funniest movies it ever is. made? I mean, it's ever hilarious. made. It's hilarious. You can watch that movie a thousand times, and it's funny on the thousandth time you've seen it. So with that tonight, I've said before, I growing up, love Madonna, love that early early Madonna stuff, right? You said you, you've heard... Oh, tell everybody, <laughs> tell everybody your extensive knowledge of Madonna's catalog. So I know Holiday because we have it here in the system and it comes up all the time. So I know Holiday and uh, I am going to admit, I thought uh, girls just want to have fun. I thought I, yeah. I, I was wondering if that was Madonna. Yeah. He asked me, is that girls just want to have fun? Is that Madonna as well? <laughs> This, this is one of those quiet quitting moments when I'm just trying to get through to 11 o'clock, right? So with that, tonight's top 10 list, our top 10 favorite pop princesses from our youth. You've got a lot better selection because we didn't have as many like pop princesses in the 80s, but you've got a lot better selection. So oh, yeah. I want to hear what your top 10 is. Okay, so you're right up my alley. This actually was hard for me because there were so many because yes. um, growing up, I was, in the mom with, I, was in the, I was in the car with my mom. And we were always playing Star 94, which was, mm-hmm. back in that day, was mostly pop do, music. Do, do you know, do you remember who was the morning show? I remember, uh, I remember like, Cindy and Ray. Uh, who, uh, who was the morning show? Because we used to Say listen Steve to them. Vicky. Yes, Steve okay. and Vicky. Yes, Where I remember Vicky them. Where did go to high school? Didn't she go to your high school? Yep, she sure did. I, she did not, I did not go to high school at the same time as her. Oh, okay, I was going to ask you. She's know. older than I am. Got gotcha. you. But she went to she went to my high school. Yep. So I remember, yeah, Cindy and Ray, Steve and Vicky. I remember. Yep. I remember listening mm-hmm. to all those. Um, so yeah. So I grew up on a lot of a lot of pop music. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start with my two honorable mentions. I got Kelly Clarkson and Mariah Carey. Nice. And my I two like honorable that. mentions. I like that. Um, That's a pretty good list if you got Kelly Clarkson and Mariah Carey as your alternates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got as I, your bench depth. I I, I love uh, I, I love me some pop. So keeping it going here, I got Rihanna. <laughs> I got Adele. Oh, okay. I got Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Got to have Taylor Swift what, what in you, there. Let me ask you. Uh-huh. What do you... Have you heard this... Renaissance? Yeah, but what's the song out that's right now that's number one? Unbreakable? Oh, no, no. What's the... It might be Unbreakable. The ones like, you won't break my soul. Yes. Break my, break my soul. Okay, yeah. Break I have heard soul. that one What do you think? It's cool. I haven't honestly. Really? I haven't yeah. listened to the whole. I haven't listened to the whole, the whole song. Album, but I mean, I haven't listened to any of the album. Break, Break my soul is the number one song in the country right yeah. now. It's on the Billboard top of the Billboard chart. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's all that good of a song. I mean, it just it sounds repetitive. But again, I've listened to the whole song, so I really don't know. Man, uh, they pulled Charlie. We only got yep. six and two thirds out of Charlie. Yeah, unfortunately, and they put Dylan in there, so hopefully I don't screw it up. Yeah, six and two thirds, three hits, no runs, twelve strikeouts, and a walk. Yeah, Snick got a little antsy once he got two yeah. on. But yeah. he has two outs, though. Oh, yeah, he's, he's pitched six and two-thirds innings. Yeah, he had two outs. Yeah, and he's only given up three hits and a walk. 
I guess because he's got the two guys on. Yeah. And know, I that, think the only know. guy, the only guy's gotten a hit. At least the only one I've seen hit him is Lindor tonight. Nimmo's got a hit. Oh, Nimmo got one. And Lindor's got two hits. Yeah. And he's got and uh, Vogelbach took the walk. Yeah. So that's it. He's got not given up a run. He's got twelve strikeouts. Right. So. So what? What's six? Six by three is eighteen. Mm-hmm. So twelve of his twenty outs were via the strikeout tonight. That's mowing people down. Jeez. He's he was on one tonight. We oh, needed yeah. that. Um, so yeah, I got gotta have Taylor Swift in there. Gotta have some T Swizzle. Christina Aguilera. Oh. Love listening to have Christina seen, Aguilera. <laughs> not that you would have. <laughs> have you seen some of her like recent Instagram posts and stuff uh-uh. like that? I don't follow her on Instagram. Why I don't are they, follow her. Are they either, bad? But no, they're not bad at all. Oh, okay. No, she looks amazing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, she's she, amazing. That's good because yeah. she's up there. She, she's like forty something. She she oh, might be pushing fifty. Is she that? Is, is Christina Aguilera? Let's see how oh. old she is. I feel is like she, she's got to be getting up there. Yeah, she's forty-one. Yeah, I was about to say she got to you know, be in her forties. She's a Sagittarius too. How about that? Are you a Sag? Yeah, you're a Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's. I was born on the. I was born on the fourth, and yep. she was born on the eighteenth. There you go. So Christina Aguilera and uh, uh, Alan, our buddy Alan yeah. on Twitter says, "Chuckery, tell me he really didn't think Madonna sang girls just want to have fun." It's oh, true, yeah, Alan. He did. It's true. He did. He did. Yep. That's what I. Now you know what I deal with. <laughs> I'm quite quitting. <laughs> so neg- after Christina Aguilera, these two actually had beef. I got Pink on here as well. Oh, Pink that's is very. I feel like well, Pink's underrated. not underrated. I love yeah. Pink. Yeah. I think Pink is fantastic. Pink Listen, is so good. I, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm. This is probably not one of her more popular songs, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you the song of hers I love to listen to. Yeah. She did the theme song for the second Charlie's Angels movie. Oh, Feel Good yeah. Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Like, when that comes, I love hearing that song. So I got Pink, Lady Gaga as well. I feel like oh. you got to have Lady Gaga on there. Yes. And then uh, Britney Spears, of course. I mean, she was she was a huge part of my youth meltdown and all. Um, another one that I really, really enjoy, Katy Perry. Katy Perry's oh. really good as well. See, you got see your generation has all. We the got pop all princesses. the good. Yeah, we got see, all like, the pop ones. Like it's not that the people on my list are bad, but that kind of thing, it, it was just different in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, you know, like they weren't like they weren't kind of like yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I'm and sorry. then my no, you're good. And the last one is I got to have Ariana Grande down here. Yeah, that's your number one. That, that's my yeah. number one. Yeah, that's your through. That's your, that was that was yeah. easy. Yeah. What what is your what what do we say your favorite what's your favorite Ariana Grande song? Oh, there's so many because not only is she you know amazingly attractive, but she is she's very like her music is amazing too. I agree, I love her music. So I like I like Seven Rings. I like No Tears Left to Cry. Um, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think what other songs she there. See, my favorite so song is Break Up with Your Girlfriend. Oh yeah, yep, that's, that's another song. good one too. Like there's just. She's has so and, many and, good songs. And listen, that's why I say I, I want to get that. You know, somehow Candy Burris has a writing credit on that song. Huh. The, the You know who Candy is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, quickly here with my list. Irene Cara, Sheila E., Kim Wilde, The Go-Go's, Kylie Minogue, Debbie Gibson, Madonna, Tiffany, Janet Jackson, and Sheena Easton. See, unfortunately, like, because I don't consider, like, being in my mid-20s my the youth. Yeah. So, like, by the time a lot of those other girls that you have on your list came along, I was in my 20s already. Yeah, that's why I didn't say, like, Dua Lipa or Billie Eilish or anything, because I was grown by the time they came along. Right, exactly. Yeah. See, I didn't didn't get as many of those kinds of, because even, like, Olivia Newton-John, who died last week or whatever like that, 
Hell, when I was a teenager, she was already like 35 years old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I hate to say it that way, but I mean, you know, look, when she was in Greece, she was like 30. Like they right. were all like they all played high school kids in Greece, and they were all like in their 30s when they played high school kids. So. Anyway, all right, when we come back, Joe Patrick joined us earlier in the show. His thoughts about this Falcons team as we get ready for game number two coming up on Monday. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports right now to the game, the Odyssey.com app. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is a John Chuckery show live on this Tuesday evening back in the Key Studios. Falcons uh, made some cuts today. We're trimming this roster down. We're getting ready for preseason game number two coming up on Monday in Detroit. Let's head to the waitforward.com hotline. Let's talk to our uh, Falcons reporter here for 92 on the game. Joe Patrick is joining us. Follow Joe on Twitter at JAPatrick200. Joe, as always, man, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for a, a few minutes this evening. Thanks for having me on, Chuck. I always uh, like jumping on and talking with you. So, you know, looking at the list of guys who got cut today, no real surprises there. Nobody of note or merit. Are there some players that you're watching over this next week or two that might be a little bit of a surprise that you're kind of looking to see if they could get cut? Is there anybody that you're kind of specifically watching to see if they make this roster or not? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a brutal thing to talk about, right? Because it's like, a, you know, a player's livelihood, of course. So it's tough, but it's obviously just a part of the game. And actually, Arthur Smith was talking about it today, just talking about how, 
you know, you just you got to have dignity and stuff when you when you go through these things. But it's a natural part of the game that you know there's a limited amount of roster spots, and you know some guys aren't going to make it. Some guys, honestly, who might make it on other teams, but for one reason or another, uh, on this particular team, might not or will not. And uh, yeah, I was actually just thinking that you know because some of these competitions are really close. I mean, I know when we talk about this Falcons roster, a lot of the you know talk is that about you know this lack of quality, uh, at least compared to other teams in the league but you know we've talked about on your show before that you look at some of these position groups and there really are some interesting battles and I think that where the toughest cuts are going to come is going to be at those positions so the ones I'm thinking of are you know at the running back position you've got a lot of guys who are performing well so far in training camp and there's just simply not enough room for all of them to make it at defensive back I think the same thing it's probably the strongest group on this team and there's just simply not enough spots for guys uh, and at wide receiver, I would say, you know, there were some interesting guys that have been kind of part of this team um, that you just don't know whether they're going to make it. So I know, I know you're you're looking for specific names. I think one of the surprising ones that I think has kind of risen up people's ranks in the last, well, since the, <laughs> the preseason game on Friday, would be Quadri Allison. He's a guy who's kind of floating around on the practice roster before, and obviously come up to the NFL level and, and produce a little bit. I've always liked Quadri Allison, actually. Uh, and, I, and I still hope that he does make the practice squad, but um, I wasn't quite as high on him uh, as a lot of people seem to be coming out of that preseason game. It wasn't because the production was lacking. I just thought that he was kind of running through the holes that were created for him. And I just didn't really see anything special there. And it's just a tough room because you've got, obviously, Cordero Patterson who's going to be on this team. You've got Tyler Algier who's going to be on this team because of the way he was drafted. You've got a veteran in Damian Williams, uh, who's going to be very hard to knock off this team. And you've got an Avery Williams who is going to have a role on this team as a special teams guy, pr- primarily as a returner and things that you really could see him being utilized in the passing game, kind of as a, a James White style kind of um, guy who can make things happen in space. So to me, that leaves Quadri Olsen kind of between a rock and a hard place right now. And I think that, again, you go to the, some of these other roster spots, you, you're these other positions, and there's kind of similar guys uh, in multiple different areas. Joe, um, you know, I, I I know I'm frustrated by the Drake London injury, and I know the coach is saying it's not serious or anything, and I get that. He's not going to practice this week for all intents and purposes. He's not going to play in the second preseason game. You think he plays against Jacksonville? You, you think that they try to get him in? I understand he's going to start. He's on your roster. You don't have to worry about it. You only care about week one. I know how rookie wide receivers are in this league. Not everybody's Julio Jones and Randy Moss when they come into the league. There are guys that need adjustments and things. Not everybody goes out like Jamar Chase and has 1,500 yards in their rookie season. What does your gut tell you about whether or not he plays against Jacksonville in that final preseason game? Yeah, you know, so it's interesting, Chuck. I was actually talking to Brian Edwards today about this after practice uh, because he's a guy who obviously missed the first preseason game he's been dealing with a shoulder injury he's back at full speed by the way all the non-contact jerseys are, are off of him so I think that he's happy for that and I asked him I said you know are you champing at the bit to kind of get into the second preseason game or are you just cool kind of you know making it to making it to week one healthy because that obviously is the goal for this team and I kind of thought he would say you know I'll play as much as they want but you know you know get me to the preseason get me to the regular game get me to the games that that actually matter and what I get my my, my paycheck for but he actually said, you know, last year in, in Las Vegas, he didn't play preseason. And he said that you know, a lot of the starters didn't. 
and he said that they came out in that first week and they were really slow and the game was kind of too fast for him. Um, and he kind of wished he had had it more time in camp. So he said that he wants to play. And so for that reason, you know, I say that I think that, yes, it is obviously about getting out of camp injury free, but at the same time, and I think especially for a rookie, like you said, you want them to have a taste of what the speed is like at the NFL level, because it is obviously different. It's like the best of the best in the world. That's what they do. Right. Uh, with all that said, <laughs> highly doubt that Drake London does play another preseason snap just because of the injury. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll revise my opinion on this later on. Maybe if he surprisingly returns to practice late in the week for the joint practices, or maybe if he's back in practice ahead of that Jacksonville game, then if that happens, I definitely could see it. But um, if he's wearing the non-contact stuff leading up to that game, it's just, it's just hard for me to see the Falcons wanting to put him in that position. And, and Arthur Smith, to his credit, has been very intentional about saying, like, we are not going to put anybody in danger of, you know, letting an injury get worse uh, by a preseason game. And I think that the, the, the coaching staff actually would rather have these guys available for non-contact in practice and sit out a preseason game uh, when it comes to evaluating them and getting them involved and getting the offense installed uh, in their own head. So um, it's a tough one. Obviously, it's a balancing act that you play with all these individual players. And for some people, uh, for some players, you need to see them play in preseason games more than others. But right now, I think for Drake London, they're going to try to see if they can just get him to week one at 100% health. Falcons reporter Joe Patrick joining us here in the WadeFord.com hotlines. We'll get ready for Falcons preseason game number two coming up on Monday evening in, D- uh, sorry, in New York against the uh, New York Jets. Um, I know the center battle is going to go down all the way as far as who's going to be the starter. That's going to go all the way into week one prep and things like that. After Friday, I know Hennessy kind of ran some first-team snaps, if you will, yesterday when I was out there, but... Do you get any sort of sense about anybody has taken the lead in that starting center spot, or is it still really a true neck-and-neck race at this point? It still seems neck-and-neck to me, and I think that this second preseason game, again, assuming both these guys are healthy and ready to play, I think that that will give us a much better indication as to where the Falcons are. If we once again in the second preseason game see Matt Matt Hennessy just take all the reps with the first team with the first unit and not mix and match at all. Uh, I think that it's most likely his job. And I actually asked Arthur Smith about this today, just not about the center position, but just the offensive line in general um, saying like, do you, have you made progress in determining who the starting offensive line is going to be from where you were, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And he gave a pretty definitive yes. Now, he's not going to get into specifics as to which players are locked in and all that. Uh, I think that obviously part of that is Caleb McGarry is pretty clearly locked down the right tackle spot. I mean, he, no one, Jermaine Effetti has not taken a rep there, which we all kind of thought that was going to be more of a battle. So I think that that's clearly one part of it that Arthur Smith was probably getting at there. But I, I do think that this offensive line is pretty much coming together. But I think that this center position is the last spot where we see a true battle going on. And so um, it's going to be interesting. I I think Matt Hennessy is probably in the lead. Again, Just this is kind of just going off of the way that the playing time was distributed in that first preseason game against the Lions. And that's why I think that this second one coming up on Monday is going to be important uh, as well. Um, By the way, and I've talked to guys, I've talked to like Dave Archer. Drew Dahlman was really getting a lot of positive, uh, you know, talk coming out of that game. He got a lot more playing time than Matt Hennessy, of course. Um, so I think that, you know, it's not all, it's not like it's 
out and it, you know Drew Dolman's out of this thing, but I would say right now Matt Hennessy is in the lead in that battle. Joe, um, if there's anything I did learn or kind of the light bulb went off on Friday, Rashawn Evans is going to lead this team in tackles this year, and I have this <laughs> sense that he is going to he's going to have one of those Devondre Campbell, Foye Aluakin types of years for this team. Any other declaratives that you felt like you felt like were you know like you came out of Friday night and said okay. This is what's going to happen now. Anything like that? Like, like I said, I think Evans has shown he's going to lead this team in tackles. Anything like that for you? Um, yeah, well, you know, the one thing that I kind of uh, that kind of jumped out at me, and I think that this may not have jumped out to a lot of other people that haven't been watching training camp, but I was actually pleasantly surprised with what we saw from the team's edge rushers, and I'm going to single out Arnold Ebicady. Uh I thought that he actually got a lot of consistent pressure on the quarterback despite not ever registering a sack and I was impressed to see that because it's frankly not something I had seen I thought we would see a lot more kind of um, plays made frankly by Arnold Levicati in this training camp and maybe it's just from our vantage point from where we're watching practice on the sideline it is a lot kind of harder to tell exactly what's going on in the trenches it's much easier to see when you've got that nice tv broadcast camera for these preseason games but I was really encouraged by his level of play. And I think that overall you just saw a team that to me seemed just faster, more physical. Uh, They did seem like they had a lot of the penalties and things like that sorted out, which was a problem for the team going into last year. I know that, you know, with Arthur Smith coming in, you thought that that was going to be something that got straightened out, but obviously it was still a big issue for this team. I think that some of those things are some of the more impressive, some of the things at least that for me that I, took away from that game I would say the same thing that you said Chuck which is that Rashawn Evans is going to be a guy who is all over kind of the middle of that field just kind of a a junkyard dog style linebacker who's just going to be just eating up a ton of tackles like that uh, and doing a lot of blitzing as well so I think there's still a lot to be determined but I think that all the signs that we saw from that from that game were were relatively good there wasn't too many negatives coming out of that Detroit game last thing Joe got just a a minute left Uh, Desmond Ritter obviously played well um, you know, we know the plan is for him to play a crap ton in the preseason. Do you think that they still push him hard in these preseason games? Or if he continues to play well, do you think that they try to give Felipe Franks a little bit of a look just to see whether or not that, okay, it makes sense to keep him on the 53 man? Because I think Felipe Franks probably makes the 53, but he's one of those borderline guys and Maybe if he can, you know, look like he could play some quarterback if something happened. So you think the plan would be to really push Ritter hard in these next two games? Or if he plays well, maybe kind of slow him down just a little bit and, and you know, not try to overwork him or, or potentially get him hurt? Yeah. Yeah, I think in the second game, we're probably going to see something similar to what we saw in the first game. I would guess we'd see a little bit more Mariota in the second game that just because that, that seems to be the trend in the NFL. But I think in that third game, we're going to see quite a bit of Felipe Franks. And Arthur Smith said at the beginning of training camp that they were going to kind of focus on his quarterback playing like a little bit later in camp. I think they wanted them to really focus on the tight end work at the beginning of camp. And then what they really want to do is just kind of get him ready to come into some of those emergency situations by the time the season starts. And all of that, the way that Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith described that at the time, on top of the way that Felipe Franks has performed in this training camp, makes me think that yes, he is kind of a you know a question mark, as, but he, he's like he's like the most 
of a lock as you can be for a guy who's in his kind of position to make this roster because of the way that he's shown uh, his versatility on the field. I just don't think the quarterback play from him is going to come until that third game. But I will say, Chuck, like he has actually looked relatively good <laughs> when he when he has played quarterback in training camp because he does he is getting snaps every once in a while. They'll rotate him through for a couple. And uh, he's throwing the ball well. I mean, he's made some bad decisions. I think that that's to be expected when you're not getting the normal reps. You're just going to, you know, have some brain fart moments. But uh, the way he throws the ball is really good. He's got good arm strength. He's locating it pretty well for the most part. So I think you're, you know, it's not just the emergency quarterback situation that you can use with a player like him, especially if he is as threatening as he is at tight end. You can use him with some on some gadget plays, and I think again because of all that, he's not going to be want, not going to be someone that the Falcons want to expose to waivers if they use a cut. So I think that he's very likely to make the squad, and we'll see a lot more of him later on in this preseason. Follow uh, all of his coverage at ja patrick two hundred on Twitter. Joe Patrick joined us here on the waitfor.com hotline. As always, Joe, appreciate it, brother. Thanks for a few minutes. We'll chat here soon. Yep, thanks for having me on, man. Thanks. John Chuckery will be back. Sports right after the game, the Odyssey.com app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.